0: Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are so excited that you have joined us for today's message. On behalf of our senior pastor, Dr. Dorian Williams, and the entire TCF family, get ready for a word that is going to enlighten and empower you. Now, let's get to the message. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 to 33. Whether therefore ye eat or drink, Or whatever whatever so ye do, do all for the glory of God. Give none offense neither to the Jews nor to the Gentiles nor to the church of God, even as I please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. You may have a seat. The title of this message is Excellence in All We Do. So when I, was, when I joined the Air Force, they taught us, in a, for 20 years, we have to live by these core values. Yeah. Those who have been in the Air Force, you know about these core values. Integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. I want to focus on the excellence in all we do, because no matter what job you have or what you do, your commitment is part of a bigger picture, per se. So the kingdom requires us to implement these similar values basically. So, God gets the glory when we operate in the spirit of excellence. Because it's not about us, basically. Basically, what about it is, like when it said in verse 33, the prophet is they may be saved. So, giving God glory, the benefit is somebody's going to benefit from that and be led to Christ. So, excellence, excellence is the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. That's what we strive for. You you want to be the best at everything. When you're the athletes, you want to be the best athlete you can be. But what are you trying to be the best athlete for? For yourself or for the glory of God? Because God is going to increase you. God is going to send you where you want to go. God God has actually directed your path, so give him glory. You might not even know where your path is. Just give him glory anyway. Just get into the spirit of glory. So everybody's contribution to serving, to serving in the spirit of excellence is not just that we do it here in church, but we serve in the spirit of excellence to give God glory. So we're walking out in the street, someone who don't know God, or someone who knows Christ but has fa- fallen away from Christ. They need that reconciliation. So when, uh, when we lead a soul to Christ, when we lead a soul to Christ, it's basically advancing the kingdom. How is it advancing the kingdom? Well, basically... Is sending more laborers back into the harvest field. Because we can't we can't spread God's message with with so many people, lost, hurt, broken, and confused. So basically, what if we operate in the spirit of if we're giving God glory because somebody got saved, that we can go out and share the word with more people. And that's what we have to do. So I just want to share with two principles of how a spirit of excellence. Glorifies God in everything that we do, except sin, but everything that we do. So unconditional love is one. In Matthew 5 and 16, I'm going to turn to Matthew five sixteen. matter of fact, I'm going to go to chapter 14 first. It's chapter, uh, Matthew 5, verse 15 and 16. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and giveth up light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men so they can see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So basically the love of God in us is the light that shines out of us. So it's, it, it, when, you, when you see light, it illuminates the whole room. The closer and closer you get to light, basically it produces an energy. You put your hand around a light bulb, you're going to feel the heat. You walk outside, you'll feel the heat from the sun. So the, cl- so the reason why you're, in, you're at work, you're in your neighborhood, we're at church, we're standing out the door, was when somebody needs to see who God is and they get closer to you, they should feel God's energy in you. They should feel that light. You should go and illuminate darkness. You know, it, uh, people need it. They're hurt. They're 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 bothered. They're they're sitting there going through divorces. They're sitting there going through addictions, and they don't know how to get out. So basically, when they when they see light in you, they feel God's energy. Amen. So the um when people when people see us, they're experiencing the kingdom. People don't really know what the kingdom truly is, but when they look at you, that must be what the kingdom feels like. I want that. I want to feel that. I want to experience that. We talking about you? You went to Afghanistan, and get blown up, and you can still smile after we just ha- what happened? Yeah, man, the kingdom's right behind me. you. Don't see this kingdom back? Okay, well, you know what? Well, come to my come to my dorm room. I'm gonna show you what the kingdom feels like. You know, amen. So, so the good deeds that we show is our ability to work in our gifted positions with with a with with the the, the spirit of discipline to do excellent. Basically, what it does is people have a way to Christ when they see you. People have a way to Christ when they see you. So, our, so we minister through our work ethic. So when you go to work, you can't go to work like, oh man, I hate being at work. Man, this is my boss, he tripping, man. Look, the two paid and fell off. You know, I don't, I don't feel like being at work today. And God said, well, how are you giving me glory? How, how are you giving me glory? And I'm, I bless you with this job, but you're going to give me some mediocre glory. You're going to give me some mediocre praise. I don't give you mediocre bless, blessings, so don't give me no mediocre praise. I'm saying a spirit of excellence is going to allow you to look beyond your own issues because somebody has it worse than you do. Somebody has it worse than you do. Lord, help me. This is good, man. This, this, is, this is something that just helped. This is helping me. I was talking to one of the brothers and said, look, man, I got a word. The first time I was supposed to preach, I was telling Brother Sturdivant, hey, man, you know what? This is just some notes I turned into a sermon, man. This is for me. I got to share with y'all. But that's just the way it works. You know? Now, we can't be effective spreading that word. But if you love what you do, do with excellence. Give God the glory so our light becomes available to everybody around us. The co-worker who just had a family member that passed away, Kids, when 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 you when you, when some of your classmates come to school and they're down and depressed, why? Their mom just got diagnosed with cancer. You can be light. You can be that light to them. Yes, you're, you might be 15, you may be 14, you may be 13, maybe 12. But you know what? God uses every age. It doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter your skin color, how you look, how much money you make. It doesn't matter. Light is light. Amen. So Romans five and three says there's glory in tribulation because patience is produced. Yeah. So when you're, so when you're going through something and you're giving God glory anyway, Joseph did it. He was in the pit. You know, he could have just easily gave up. Then he went to jail, yeah. but everywhere he was at, he helped somebody. Yeah. So when you give God glory, you can be at work, pray for your boss who just had an issue and you really don't feel like it. You know what? When you, when you operate in the spirit of excellence, and you're giving God glory, God just said, you know what? This ain't about you. You need to just go and do it. Okay, okay. So just, just go and do it. Give me the praise. Give me the glory. And then go, go to Golden Corral. <laughs> you know, ha- have a wonderful Sunday after that. Okay. You know, so <laughs> that's, that's good, man. We can give God glory in a trouble situation. So basically, when we operate in the spirit of excellence, it's for the kingdom. It's not for man. Man doesn't profit from it. Right here it says that they may be saved. That's the prophet. When somebody, I guarantee, when we had baptisms last Sunday, and we was rejoicing with those who baptized because another soul was entered into the kingdom. And it's just going to just continue to grow, continue to grow. So you're never going to be by yourself when you're going through a tribulation, because somebody else is going to have some patience that already been through it with you, that's going to sit there and pray for you about it. Ooh, man. So if if glorifying God increases unconditional love, then operating in a spirit of excellence is going to allow us to love what we do, what we're called to do, or what we're about to do. You, before you walk in, he said, "Man, I just can't get wait. I can't wait to get to this hospital, man. God has some things for me, you know." And then everybody else is just rejoicing with you because you, you, they need to see that light. And, and you know what? We're not going to go into the hospital and and say, "You know what? I, I, don't, I don't need to pray for that person there." No, I don't. You know, I, I have some own issues going on. I said, "Why did God put you there?" That's why God put us here. It doesn't matter. You don't even have to have a job. Here's an, exa- here's an example. A stay-at-home parent who operates in the spirit of excellence, glorifying God ensures the house is in order, the house is organized. That's some hard work. I tried to do it for four months. I lost my mind. That's some hard work. You know, but but here's the deal. When, when Matthew 5 and 15 said, the light is for the whole house, when you walk into the house needed to be reconciled, you walk out. She did, they did what they were supposed to do. When the children go off for college, they're, they're taking light with them. So it doesn't matter. You can have a, a person could come in your house when you operate in the spirit of excellence and glorifying God in your home, and they don't even know who God is, but you minister to them, they'll leave saved. That's the spirit of excellence. So, and basically when we serve God and increase in love, work is not work. You know, it, you know it isn't real work when you love what you do, right? You know, it be, actually becomes part of ministry now because you love being there. And what's our motto? Reaching the lost one soul at a time. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go to, I just, yep. The second one is self-discipline. Self-discipline. Oh, man, that's tough, ain't it? So Matthew 4, 1 through 4, is the story of how Jesus went up. He was led, the scripture said he was led by the spirit to be tempted. Kind of like what happened to Adam, right? Led by the spirit to be tempted. So basically he was up there fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. His first test was the physical portion because the devil can only see what you allow him to see. So if you walk around feeling defeated... Looking depressed, and he's going to use that fuel. But the deal is, Jesus was working on his spiritual nutrition plan. He was feeding on God's word for 40 days and 40 nights. So the devil didn't know that. He just thought, you know, when, when, you, when you fast for 40 days and you're, and, you're, and you're toward the end, you don't start feeling hunger until your body detoxes. And they even said that your breath smells sweet as a baby. So you're pure from the inside out. The devil can't handle you. God gets the glory in your, in your self-discipline when you feed on God's word because the glory is the enemy just got defeated. The, en- the enemy cannot touch you if you don't speak defeat, if you don't walk around looking defeated. And if you do and someone comes to help you, just take it. Just take it. The spiritual discipline is actually being prepared for spiritual warfare. Jesus was prepared for spiritual warfare so when the devil tried to come tempt him, he like, "Devil man, get on out of here, man! I ain't got time for you." You know, what I'm saying you can't. Look, God has God has been feeding me for 40 days. We about to go into a fast. There's 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 a spirit of excellence in fasting. There's some God gets some glory in fasting, because when we come out of the fast, we're we're stronger, and we're ready to go do God's work. And that's what God needs us to do: do God's work so that they can be saved. Oh, so man, I, I, I pray that this is this is this is like real good food that we're getting today. You know, what I'm saying real good food. So we must be disciplined to feed on God's work, like we're disciplined to eat three to five times a day. I know, I know, good and well, I can't go five hours without eating. Right? Some of y'all can't even go two hours without eating. You Know, but but when when you miss a meal, how do you feel? You feel drained, you feel tired, you're hungry. You know, if we get that little white stuff in the, in the corner of our mouth. You don't want to do nothing, you don't want to talk to nobody. But what if we only feed on God's word once a week? We get the same thing from the inside out. You know, what I'm saying this is. God's word has got to be just as important as our physical nutrition because the spiritual warfare is the battle. So we have to be disciplined and we would be disciplined by reading God's word every single day. I mean, even your carbohydrates could just be listening to God's word while you're driving. That's a quick little burst, ain't it? I guarantee you when you when you play in God's word and someone just been someone and cut you off. I wish Doc was here. I wish someone would, that would cut you off, just just put on some, you know, put on some worship music. Boom. A quick energy of the spirit. Just like that. That's why it's important for us. To, that's why Jesus, he did it before he went into ministry. It was no different from what we're about, what God has called us to do. We got to be prepared to do it. If we don't have any self-discipline to do it, we can't give him no glory because we'll be defeated. And we can't be defeated by doing God's word because the devil ain't Nobody. He ain't got that much power. We give him too much credit, right? We give him too much credit. So meditating on God's word it uh, prepares us for life challenges. It prepares it prepares us for other people's drama. You're gonna get drama at work. You saved, but you know people at work work with they ain't saved. Then you got the saved ones that don't act saved. <laughs> so you gotta be prepared for that, you know. So you don't so you don't walk around feeling like, man, this I just God, what am i supposed to do? Give me glory. Stop worrying about them. So, basically, when some people have unrighteous actions towards you, it's the devil's, it's that it's the bait of Satan. and We're studying that in Bible study. It's the bait of Satan. The devil's plot is to distract you so you're separated from God so nobody knows, nobody can see your light. That's what self our self-discipline in God's word allows us to be strong enough They say, Satan, just move to the side, man. This person is trying to contact God, and I'm the the ambassador. I'm the spokesperson for the kingdom. I have to be that way. Whatever I speak is not about me. You know, everything that I share with somebody who's looking for Christ comes straight out of me feeding every day. Everybody, Everybody has a ministry to somebody who needs you to minister to. It may be something different. It don't matter what your age is. There's somebody out there that who's who's, who's going through addiction. You already beat it, but you can't. You, amen. You can't. But you can't minister to them because you don't have enough food in you. So we have to be disciplined enough so we can put it in their hands and let God do the rest and just give them give them glory in that. So meditating on God's word. It, Meditating on God's word every day with the intent to grow spiritually with the spirit of excellence prepares us to operate effectively in the world systems. If we read in Matthew 4, verse 8, he talked the devil was tempting them again, talk about, hey, I'll give you all these these things, these 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 kingdoms. The world system is why we have so many problems right now as it is. we, the world system is in education. The world system is in healthcare. The world system is in the the, the the San Antonio Independent School District Education Board, which is failing some of our children. You know, everything that you see that the world system its intention is to make you believe that God doesn't exist. That's why you have people walking around like, "This is what happened, man? How is God gonna let this happen?" That's sin. That's not God. God is, we give God glory so we don't see that. So that w- we need people of God on Capitol Hill. We need people of God in, in, in the city hall. We need people of God in Clemens, at nur- doing nursing at Clemens. We need people of God in nonprofit reach SA organizations. That's, that's what we need our light to shine at. And if we don't have any spiritual discipline, then how are we going to affect a city, a region where Satan is trying to control the world system, that's what Jesus saw. that's what his ministry was. I said, everything that the devil's tempting me with, thank you, Lord, everything that the devil's tempting me with is what we have to change. It's the system. And, when, and once we change a system, then everybody starts seeing light. Amen, oh goodness. Deuteronomy 8.18, we know that scripture. You know, matter of fact, we'll go to it. You can go to it right quick. This right here, I'm letting people understand that it's okay to contribute your increase to God because God needs it. We don't really need it. If we can live off 10% of our income and give God 90 and have not a need in the world, ain't that a blessing? Let me let me live off ten percent of my my income. I, I can, we can continue to give. A, we don't we don't need money from the city if everybody's living off ten percent of their income. I mean, we're all, I mean, that's some wealthy individuals, right? Why, and why not? God said we can have it. He said, look, the, the, the Israelites had to go. They were going into an, in, into their inheritance, but before they were going into into their inheritance, this is what God said. He said. Everything that you need, all your prosperity is over in Jordan. But before you prosper, I need to make sure that you don't take the credit for it. You need to be disciplined. That's why you need manna. That's why you needed to, to feed on my, my, my word while you was in the wilderness. I mean, I sustain you. you your clothes didn't wear out for 40, 40 years. I mean, this thing will wear out in the next three. Forty years their clothes didn't wear out. God said, you need me even after you prosper. You can't walk around thinking that, oh, I'm good now. I don't need God. Verse 19 says you'll lose it. So it doesn't matter how much money you got. If we operate in the spirit of excellence, when we're feeding on God's word, You're going to increase. That's God's promise. You're going to increase. It doesn't matter how much money you got. Look, when you increase, it can give more. But what if you don't have that much to give? That's okay. Give God glory anyway. Because you can give him your time. You can go volunteer. We have Reach SA now that's about to launch. We have a lot of things that come out of TCF. Matter of fact, give God time when you're just studying your word and praying. Because all you're doing is preparing yourself for the increase, so you know how to handle it when you have it. I didn't know how to handle my increase. I had to, I made a six figure income 2013. Yes, I gave more, but you know what? I think the I was I was I was trying to take some of the glory. You know, I was I'll be honest with you, I was trying to take some of the glory. Then I got all mad when I you know, when I lost it. did you know? I put weight back on. I was like, man, well, you know what? I can give God glory when I eat healthy. Yeah, 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 that's conviction. I'm saying, when they started saying, oh, that's marriage. Nah, that's me, yeah. I started liking them steaks, you know. But you know what? I still have the intention to give God glory to be healthy because you can't be in the commission if you're out of commission. We, we have to be healthy enough to spread God's word. If not, and that's what the, and, and thank God, thank God for your word. Thank God for your word. Because if I if I'm going into a fast, maybe I need to change what I eat. Maybe I need to change what I eat because you said that I have, we, we can go to the four corners of the world and spread through all the nations to spread the gospel. I can't be doing that if I'm always, if I'm not taking care of my health. Amen. Hey man, I'm getting, I'm getting off track. Let me get back on here. So he said he wouldn't forget where their increase came from, right? So I've seen, we've seen professional athletes. We've seen uh, professional athletes who got these big old contracts, make all this money, and they get a championship, and the one thing they say, thank, thank you, mama and coach. Then you have the athletes who no championship, no big contract. They win one game. Glory to God that I'm here. Tim Tebow, he got so much criticism for it. But I was like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, now I have the I have confidence to go to go achieve something as high as that. I mean, I'm I ain't gonna be in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? But I can sure win fantasy football draft. You know. <laughs> but I can do things and won't and don't have to worry about, <laughs> don't have to worry about feeling bad about. Giving God glory, if even if I don't win anything, that the guy who didn't give God glory did. Because some, somebody said, man, he didn't win nothing, but he's still happy. I want that kind of happiness. You don't have to be, just because you got money don't mean you're going to be happy. You know, but if you ain't got no money, if you're giving God glory, you're not, you don't even know you got money. Don't have any money. Because you're working toward the increase. God's going to increase you anyway, because he knows where your heart is. You know, you ain't going to forget them or forget about them. Once you, once you increase, you know, you know what? I, I got how much in the bank? You know what? Hey, TCF, I'm going to write a check for uh, 15000 Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm going to give this away. Because it's, it's actually going to come back anyway. It's going to come back anyway. The more you give, the, the more you give, the more God's going to give you more opportunities to give more. You know? Praise the Lord for that. We don't see we don't see the athlete's performance. We 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 just see their performance. We see Michael Jordan, you know, dunking, but we didn't know Michael Jordan got cut from in high school. We probably know that now. You know, there's a lot of people that really had to work hard to get to where they're at. You know, that's what we have that's discipline. That's what we have to do. We ain't got no contract. We're not making much money, but you know what? We're doing it because somebody needs us to do it. Because they They're looking for Christ. Amen? They're looking for Christ. We're wrapping this thing up. Some people always say, Mason, brother Mason, you talk a lot. I said, I just got a lot to share with y'all. I'm sorry. God has done so much. I don't know how to keep it all in. It's It's a blessing just to even be standing up here and just asking God, use me how you see fit because I didn't think I was necessary, ready for it. I made it, come on, I made it back from, from some tough times in Afghanistan, came back and almost lost my mind. And God has said, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to spread the word. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good, <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so Deuteronomy eight eighteen says, God has given us the, be- the ability to produce wealth. Yeah. What is, what is wealth? What do you mean wealth? Well, if you're not giving God glory, you think wealth is money. But if you're giving God glory and be ex- a spirit of excellence, wealth is just an abundance. It's stability. That's all it is. God has given us the the ability to produce stability. So I, I looked in Hebrews, the Hebrews terminology, the definition for wealth, in strong concordance. I found that a uh, I don't need this thing no more. Found that wealth. What what word that stood out? Wealth was sufficient, sufficiency, and what it means is what's up there. What it means is basically it's enough. It's adequate. There's no lack. So God has given us the ability to produce sufficiency to be sufficient, and there's no stress when God prospers you. When you try to prosper yourself. The stress is going to add up. A cell in the stress creates tumors. Then you got to come to the altar and ask for deliverance from that. But you're not asking God to just change your mentality about producing wealth. If we just change our mentality about why we're producing wealth, then then we, we, we relinquish ownership. Okay, I'm not producing this to get a house. I'm producing this to for someone who can come in my house that I can minister to you know Elder Bird just built the house you think it was just for him to say, walk around and yeah man him and his family we got a big old house man you know Georgia in the house no man so he, the, the family was there and when people come into the house they were like man dude you make all this money and no glory to God God did that. Everything that the house that I'm in is a kingdom rental the car that I'm driving is a kingdom rental the, 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 this right here God gave me this. He just blessed me with a wife that got style. <laughs> Amen. Lack of self-discipline sets up. It sets us up for arrogance after the increase. Lack of discipline. If we're not disciplined in God's word, devil can be like, man, did God really say that he gave you the ability? Maybe you already had it. I'll show you how to get a $50 million contract. Pfft, devil's, sly, any? But if we run the risk of being separated from God by not being self-disciplined, not operating with a spirit of excellence to give God glory, it's not going to advance the kingdom. And that's what we need to do. We need to advance the kingdom. Self-discipline, ensures we utilize God's words daily, like a daily meal, to keep us reliant on God, whether we increase or not. So it's not about, God, I'm, I, I'm waiting for you to increase me. Stop waiting for the increase. Just go out and do what God's told you to do. The ink, just like, just like the Israelites, the increase is already in Jordan. You just haven't gotten there yet. So when you get there, I've already given you the power to produce from what's in there. So you you have to do the work. You have to get the work. You know, he he said he said there was wheat already there. I mean, there wasn't wheat fields there. He said there was already vineyards. There was already uh, uh stuff to create copper and brass. There was stuff for the wheat and the barley and and the the olive the olive gardens. That stuff wasn't already grown when they got there. The land was prepared for you to produce from it. So that's when we do. When we, when we step into what God has called us to do, we got to produce from it. Because what he's going to do is the, the, what you produce from it and people who see you produce from it is going to be interested in how you did it. I said, how are you learning this? I said, come to Bible study. Just start right there. Praise God for you at Bible study. You know what I So there's no difference on how we glorify God no matter our economic state. It doesn't matter if we're married or not. It doesn't matter if we have a job, we have a one bedroom or a five bedroom. everything we do we give God glory for it, it doesn't matter who you are and that's what God wants us to what want was sharing with me. It doesn't matter that I'm retired already, so what I retired. I give God glory for twenty years of a military. Some of my friends didn't make it but Am I giving God glory and I'm going to school now? Am I giving God glory in my classes? Am I operating in a spirit of excellence or I'm just being mediocre? Because if I'm going to be mediocre, then God said, Well, you know, it's going to be a while till you get to your Jordan because you're not really disciplined in your school studies. And you want to pray, you want me to, to bless you when you don't study. That's not how it works. You got to put in the work. Amen. You got to put in the work. Man, that's why I put in the work. And if I get a seat, I don't care. I put in the work. I give God glory for a seat because chemistry was hard. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. So when we seek, when we seek God in an excellent pursuit, like we're training for a marathon. My auntie trains for, you know, the long runs. I thought I could hang. I can't. So she took a spirit of excellence, and while she was running, the only thing that she said was, give God glory that I can do this. Right. So what, the, what did that do for a lot of us that knew she ran? So I'm going to go buy me some running shoes. I'm going to go walk fast and Start, you know. But it, it motivated you. So knowing that if she's giving God glory just for running, she's not really gaining any money. But you know what? It ministered to people. People at her job knew that she was running a marathon and you was giving God glory in the way you act when you're I want to come run with you. And that's, so that's an opportunity for ministry. You have an opportunity to minister to anybody everywhere you go because you give God glory for it. Amen. We 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 need glorified people, giving God glory in the in the courtroom. We need them in the courtroom. We need police chiefs who love God. We need doctors who love God. You know, we need homemakers who love God. We need people walking around in the neighborhood being nosy who love God. Why? Because at least they're going to try to keep the neighborhood safe. So when the word says, when I say we, we, we glory in everything that we do, just be happy that, you know what? I got up. I, I got up. I I don't like Monday mornings. Oh, I hate Mondays. You better give God glory that you woke up Monday. Go out and change the world. Go out and change some things. Amen? And so what we want to do is we want to operate in a spirit of excellence all the time. Because operating in the spirit of excellence, give God's glory. Because basically, you can't just walk around and be upset that you win. You can't walk around upset that you win. Man, you always winning. Give God glory for it. It ain't my fault. It's not my fault. Amen? So, man, this is, I, mean, I don't even, I'm done with this. I just, I mean, God is just saying, I mean, he doesn't want us to be mediocre. He doesn't want us to be mediocre. He wants to, God's will is for us to, just like when John, in, in 3 John, he told Gaius, I pray that you prosper, be in good health. Even as a soul prospers, the will of God for our life is to prosper, be in good health and continue to grow with him. If we're not doing any of that with a spirit of excellence, God can't get any glory if we're just sitting on our hands. God can't get any glory because people out there are hurting. There's people that are hurting. You can look, I come up, I give God praise every single day you will see me up there on praise and worship giving God praise. Why? Because I need to. I have to. I, I, there is no words that I can express to glorify the gratitude that I've had from where you brought me from. I almost ended it four or five years ago. So I got to give you glory. I got to give you praise. I have nothing else to do. You have set, you, Lord, The Lord has brought me and my family so far. To where now it's like we're all bonding together. And everybody's supporting and loving everybody. I don't have any enemies. I, I don't have any people who are looking to kill me except for the devil. And he's going to use other people to do it. So if I'm going to give God glory here now, my mansion's going to be in glory. I'm just That's what I'm going to do. That's peace of mind. When you stop worrying about what you're going through, and, and, and just go through the tribulations, give God glory while you're going through the tribulations, then it's going to give you peace on 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 the long run. and we just thank God for the peace that he's going to give us god that, that is that is good i just I just pray that in all things that we do, the purpose is god you're getting the glory for it. I don't, look, look, I don't need to increase. I'm happy. But God said, but it's, that's just principle. If you work hard, give me glory, people are going to pour into your bosom. You ain't got a choice. If, look, if you want to live in like a, your nice little house, cool. I've seen HDTV shows, HDTV shows, them little bitty houses are real nice. I'm just too tall to fit in there. My mama want one of them houses. But you know what? If she gives God glory just in that little bitty thing, that means she's going to give God glory in everything, the big things. And God does not want us to forget who's given you the power to produce stability, to have unconditional love, to minister to somebody, and, but be humble about it. Have this, Have that self-discipline so you can give me glory all the time because when you go through it, Somebody's going to have to have that same patience to give it to you. Thank you for joining us for today's message. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.txchristianfellowship.org. May the Lord bless you and keep you in perfect peace.